0: Is that good news for fantasy owners? If Jose Leclerc is in. Perkinson... Stop. What? What? You know what I did? You know what I did? You picked pick him back up. up. No, I had to. I, yeah,
1: I got Pedro <laughs> Strop. He should be on. I don't know what Bobby was doing with dropping him. I'm going right now to pick him up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: a race. You too, it's a race right now.
0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Fantasy Frenemies here on this Friday afternoon, I, I guess, is maybe when people are getting it, maybe Friday morning. We record on Thursday night. It's, it's 9 o'clock at night, and I think that now, what, what is today's date? Anybody know today's date right off the top of your head? June, June 6th. Oh, it's 6-6. That's going to be easy to remember because I think Max Kepler has six home runs tonight right now at this point. <laughs> You wish. <laughs> it doesn't I sat him. I sat him. He had been on like an over twenty three streak, and he's going against Bauer in Cleveland tonight. And I, I sat Kepler, but he's he's got three home runs this evening. He really does. Yeah,
2: he's lighting it up. Listen, rule number two is you never sit Kepler on D day. All right. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. It is D day. That's right. It
0: is. Appreciate everybody who's ever done anything for us to be able to enjoy our freedom here in our country.
2: That, that includes you, Mark. Thank you for what you do. Thanks, Wes. I'm happy to do it. You Ma- didn't ask you- me what rule number one was, though. Uh,
0: what What is rule number one?
2: Always look cool. Uh-
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. I,
0: I, 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 did, I did think about this the other day because I saw like um, on YouTube or, 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 or maybe on Twitter – a 97-year-old man jumping out of an airplane uh, like he did, like reenacting his D-Day jump, right? My question, you've jumped out of airplanes, have you not?
2: I have. I am what you call a uh, five-jump chump. And I think the guy you're talking about, his name is Bob Price. He uh, He's the real deal. He's what you would call a—he's got a mustard standing on his jump wings. And that means that he has made a combat jump into hostile territory under enemy fire, so— Nothing could compare to that. I went to Fort Benning and jumped out of a plane five times and, and earned my jump wings, but I have not jumped since. How, how many feet in the air was that jump? I think his jump was several thousand feet because when I watched the video, he had time. He was doing a tandem jump, which means two people. He was attached to the front of another guy, and they they fell for at least ten seconds before the chute opened. So he was several thousand feet in the air. I was at about 1,200 feet, and you, you, what you do is you jump out, count to five, and if you don't feel your parachute open, you pull your reserve. I just, I, I'm just trying to comprehend. That has got to be the longest five seconds of your life. Oh, it is. You're screaming to yourself. You're screaming <laughs> one 1,000, two 1,000, and then all of a sudden, probably about two or three seconds, you, you feel the jerk of the chute, and all of a sudden it gets real quiet. And the and and
0: and the trickling of the of the of the uh, the trickling on the leg begins sometime in there. You start feeling the
2: wetness, right? Oh yeah. Speaking speaking of wetness, you guys have to look this up. There was a soldier in the 82nd Airborne who jumped out of a C-130 or a C uh, one of the jets C-17. He jumped out of a plane for an airborne jump with a goldfish attached to him, and he videotaped himself. Jumping out with his gold his pet goldfish and then he got down to the ground and took a picture and posted it on social media, he promptly got crushed for that and he got in some pretty big trouble. But I got to say that was pretty awesome and and those of us in the military thought it was hilarious.
0: Okay, well we'll have to we'll have to look at that. I I don't know it. I don't know that I'd want to tell the world that I had a pet goldfish. I'm not sure. What, what happens if it was one of those goldfish with those really bug eyes, and it was going down, the it, it made the jump with him, and the eyes just got even bigger?
2: I don't know. Maybe it was a Siamese fighting fish, and that, that's a little bit more manly, right? So, you know, a fighting right. fish, just yeah. kind of the fighting guy?
0: Yeah, that'd be good. Hey, speaking of manly, Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keichel has officially signed. I, I say officially, I don't know. He signed with the Braves is what all the reports are right now at this point. Dallas Keichel with the Braves. That ought to help out that pitching staff. You, uh, a pitching staff has to have that guy who is a stopper for you know in the rotation not a closer I'm not talking about a closer I'm just talking about a stopper so if you got a two or three game losing streak he's going to come in and he's going to make sure you do the bullpen's going to get rested he's going to make sure that you guys do not lose that next game you got to have that guy and Dallas Keuchel is a man like that
1: now who are the Braves going to drop from their rotation for Keuchel?
0: They don't drop people. They 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 add and cut people just like we do. They they send them down to the minors, which is like forty minutes away, and then they then they reactivate them. They just keep doing stuff like that. They have six moves they can make per week, and they use every move on a pitcher.
2: Is that really it? Just six six moves?
0: No, I, they can make as many moves as they want, but that's what it seems like they do. That's.
1: <laughs> if I'm I was just, the... you know obviously Soroka is a mainstay now. Yeah, but is Freed maybe gonna get taken off of the starting rotation?
0: I think they're gonna treat that rotation, and they've done this in years past. It feels like a lot like the Dodgers do their rotation. They're just gonna keep everybody around, hovering around that hundred inning limit. You know, not not even a little bit less if they can, and hopefully prepare them for a big playoff push and try to keep their arms fresh. Another big signing happens. We could put this Dallas Keuchel and the Craig Kimbrell talk to rest. The Cubs signed Craig Kimbrell. That was a huge contract. I didn't expect the Cubs to do that completely, just especially a three-year deal. I didn't expect a three-year deal. Maybe they they were going to use him till the end of this year, but a three-year deal was was a lot more than I thought. Actually, me, I, I'm a little scared about this deal because if as a Cubs fan, I remember seeing Craig Kimbrell on the mound for the Red Sox last year and I was not impressed of him in the playoffs. It seemed like he just didn't have the juice like he usually did. I was so whenever I see this it reminds me of you Darvish, Tim. That's what it reminds me of this signing does. So I'm I'm <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. I thought he pitched pretty well against the Dodgers in the World Series. Well we'll have to see about what goes forward. I w well, for for me when I think about this though, with Chiswick and strobe owners, I'm a strope owner. I'm gonna hold Right now, I'm going to I'm going to try to hold on to stroke as long as I can get a couple saves out of him for a couple weeks until Kimbrell comes. I'm not sure how long he's until he's activated. The reason why it, it even with Dallas Keuchel, this makes me a little nervous. Both of them do. Uh, they haven't been pitching the whole year. So they I'm not going to say I know they've been pitching on the side and they've been doing their thing, but not in a major league environment. And it makes me a little nervous for both of them. That maybe an injury might be able to pop up because they might want to rush to get to their team. So I'm in a hold mode right now, and just to make sure Craig Kimbrell is in one piece when the when the Cubs end up bringing him on board completely in a in a major league
2: roster.
1: I think that's smart. I see what you're saying with not being ready for a while, and then possibly, like you said, trying to come back too early. They can strain their shoulder or strain their you know bicep or something. Who knows, but
0: Now, at the same time, if somebody wants to make me an offer for Pedro Strope, I'm going to be listening. You know, it's just one of those things. Or if I can flip him in a deal, I'm going to try. But uh, I do think it's not time to panic if you're an owner. Let's just sit back and wait. And it'll be around that time where teams are making moves anyway. And so somebody else might be able to come up and play for you to be able to pick up. Speaking of somebody who's been picking up the pace a little bit, Garrett Cooper with Miami. You know, Miami's been on fire lately. Garrett Cooper, he had a huge night the other night. In a lopsided victory over the Brewers. I think Mark, you texted this out. They had a 16 lopsided. to nothing route. It just, I mean, it was, uh, what, were the, what were the Brewers thinking, man? But uh, he went four for five with a home run and two RBIs. Here's my question for you guys, guys. Garrett Cooper over the last month, 82 at bats, five home runs, 19 runs scored, 15 RBIs, batting 305. We always ask that question Are you buying
1: what Cooper is selling? I think you have to. You always want to get a guy when he's on a hot streak and ride him out as long as you can. So he's batting, like
2: you said, he's batting 276 this year. He's at OPS plus is 125. That's pretty good. His his Yahoo ownership is at 18%. So he's going to be available for those that are listening.
0: Well, only eighteen percent. Let me tell you a little bit about his minor league stats. I have sitting in front of me in two thousand seventeen in, in AAA and AA combined. He had he had seventeen home runs with one team, eighteen home runs with another team. He batted three sixty six and three fifty nine in the minor leagues. Not sure what happened to him in two thousand eighteen. Looks like he may have got hurt or something. But two thousand seventeen looked like a pretty complete year in the minor leagues for him and and his his batting average is hovering right around in the minor leagues, in Triple A, a three thirty average, with 500 plate appearances. So that's in Double A, he had a three hundred twenty-six average in 388 plate appearances. So this guy, he looks like he's hitting for average every single time. Uh, I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm glad I'm a Garrett Cooper owner. I'm buying what he's selling. Red Sox manager Alex Cora told reporters Mitch Moreland will be back and activated on off the injured list on Friday. So if you're looking for first baseman help, Mitch Moreland should be available. Justin Upton. Justin Upton has not played all year. Had a toe injury, but he's going to begin a minor league rehab assignment. Uh, I know, Tim, I know you're a, uh, you're a Justin Upton guy, and you got Justin Upton on your team. Toe injuries, they linger. And it's, this it's lingered all year so far. I, I hope it's gone away. I know they haven't rushed him at all. I think it's going to be a big boost to that Angels lineup. And I, I hope they gave him enough time. We'll have to see what Justin Upton does. We know he can hit a home
1: run rolling out of bed. Yeah, I need him to come back uh, with a vengeance because losing McCutcheon um, was mm. a big, big uh, loss for me. He he was one of my biggest contributors on my team. And Upton, I need, I'm going to need him to take that spot.
0: Well, you also got Didi Gregarious. He'll be activated tomorrow off your team. So Didi Gregarious, and look, if he's, he, I'd, I'd look at the waiver wire for both of those guys. If you're in a fantasy baseball league, look, look for Upton and look for Gregarious. They might have slipped through the cracks at some point. I know you picked up Gregarious like, what, a month ago or, or a month and a half ago and just stashed him. Mm-hmm. And, and I was going to do that too, uh, just waited a little bit too
1: long. Well, Gregorius right now is 50% owned. In Yahoo leagues and Upton is seventy five percent out in Yahoo leagues, so there's a chance that in your Yahoo leagues, whoever's listening, uh, he, either guy could be be out there. I think, and both of them have potential to finish the year, you know, possibly near top near the top one hundred as far as um, you know. If you go based on their previous year stats, uh, now he's not going to be an everyday player when he comes back, though, right? Aren't they? He's gonna give not. Him rest. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna. It, Yankees manager said that he's going to have a day off per series until he gets his feet wet. Yeah,
0: that sounds like a good plan to me. Aaron Judge, by the way, for the Yankees could be back by the end of this month. I think they're going to London or something and playing over there, so Aaron Judge could be back then. That's that's going to be cool. Lorenzo Cain, he, he's finally making the news for us a little bit here. He's starting in center field this Thursday. He hurt his thumb. But my question is this for Lorenzo Cain owners. So I guess, Mark, you are a Cain owner, but but this also goes to you, Tim. I want your opinion on this. The 33-year-old has struggled this year. He's batting .253. He's got four home runs and five stolen bases in all 58 games with the Brewers. My question is this. Is this good news for fantasy owners that Lorenzo Cain actually is playing on Thursday night?
2: Well, it turns out it is tonight. He's two for three, two runs, one stolen base, batting six sixty seven, which is unusual for him. He's usually batting zero, <laughs> which is why I usually sit him. And every time I do, I'm usually not disappointed. I've, he has what I call the cane drain on my lineup. I just generally don't like starting him, but I can't seem to let him go or find somebody that's willing to uh, trade for him.
0: So that's well, that's why I was wondering if you know if he had a hurt thumb. And it would just give you reason to be able to drop him, right?
2: You you would like that uh, for sure. The 33-year-old <laughs> uh, is important to you, I think, for some reason. But uh, no, you
1: can't have Well, I would say too that, I mean, he's not helping. Last year he stole 30, he stole 30 yeah. bases. Yep. And this year he's only got five. So yeah. right now he's not even on pace to hit that, I don't believe. So he did get a stolen right. base today, though.
0: I think they've turned into a a brew crew that's waiting for the home run. And why take a chance of running and getting hurt possibly? It seems like a lot of runners get hurt. That Lorenzo Cain's defense is second to none. He He's still going to play defense. They they want him out there because it's, it's what he specializes in right now. So they don't want him to get hurt. Don't want him to pull a hamstring. Don't want him to mess up a quad. Don't want him to jam a finger into something. So I think that what they do is they're just they're just letting them hold off for right now. I, I think Lorenzo Cain is going to be a good second half player, especially if if the Cubs and the Brewers continue to be in a dogfight in the National League Central. Hey, here's another one. Rangers manager Chris Woodward said late Wednesday that Jose Leclerc is getting close to returning to the closer role. Is that good news for fantasy owners? If Jose stop. Leclerc is in, stop. <laughs> what what? You know what I did? You know what I did? You picked, picked him back up. up. No, I had to. I, yeah, I got Pedro <laughs> Strope. Pedro Strope's about to leave. I went I look, I, I I just can't quit Jose LeClerc. You know, I just can't quit him. He's back in my lineup. He's starting tonight. And and <laughs> I gotta say this, this is, this is gonna be terrible. It's the middle of the eighth inning. The Rangers are winning four to three. So something is about to give. I, I put him in there, so I'm I'm looking at it. I'm nervous as i get out. Because I just couldn't quit LeClerc. I just couldn't. Uh, we're going to see what happens. Maybe maybe we'll get a Jose LeClerc update before the end of the night. Matt Carpenter was removed from Thursday's game against the Reds with an apparent injury. He limped back to the dugout after striking out in the bottom of the seventh inning. He fouled off a bunch of pitches off his knee, off his foot, off his shin in recent days. So Matt Carpenter, who was struggling, and, and we talked about him the other night, is it might be a little bit injured, might take a little DL stint, and that might be a really good thing for Carpenter owners, to be honest with you, just to let them slow down and get a breath. I know we never want to hear anybody getting hurt or anything, and we don't want to have that roster spot be taken up. But at the same time, it seems like after people come back off that DL spot, they come
1: back a little bit better. Not always. Well, I would say, uh, actually, Carpenter's actually been kind of on a hot streak this last couple of weeks. About a week ago, a few days ago, he uh, hit a walk off—not not a home run, but a walk off. He had a walk off hit to win the game. And I mean, if you look at his stats for the last two weeks, he's twelve for thirty six for a three thirty three average, five runs, three home runs, eight RBIs, and a stolen base. Yeah, he's turning up. So kind of, you know, poor Bobby. He uh, Carpenter starts to heat up, and then now he's. Now he's hurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel sorry for Bobby one bit. Uh, JD Martinez was removed from Thursday's game against the Royals due to back spasms. So JD Martinez, those back the back injuries still plaguing him a little bit. Padres are going to activate Fernando Tatis Jr. from the 10-day injured list. I think he's activated. I think he's playing tonight. So that's that's good news for uh, Tatis owners. Mitch Haniger though left Thursday's game. Uh, against the Astros with lower body bruise contusion. Isn't that what contusion means? It just means a bruise, right? Yeah,
2: that is correct.
0: But, but this is this is what what I was thinking about when I saw that. I said, Oh no! Wait a minute. Uh, Kerry, our, our our one of our guys in our league, got crushed in a trade from Bobby then because Bobby traded him Hyera and Hanniger for Correa, and and now both of them, if if Hanniger is hurt, which might be a blessing in disguise because over the last month, Haniger has had seven home runs, sixteen runs uh, scored, twelve RBIs, but only batted 194. Uh You know, people people accuse me of sending bad trades, but that one, I don't know, man. Kerry looks like he got he got ripped off on that.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a pretty ridic- ridiculous trade myself. I, and well, I guess you know, Correa, he's gonna he he's solid, but he's out for like the next three or four, five weeks or something like that. So I don't
0: know. I, uh, I didn't,
1: I didn't think the trade was good for really either person. I
0: didn't, I didn't, I've only vetoed one trade this year. And that was that Chiswick trade or whatever, because I, I didn't want the guy to get ripped off who was getting Chiswick because Chiswick was nothing, nothing. It, and he's still not going to be anything. Helped with a couple of saves, I suppose. But, uh, I just, I, I didn't understand that one, I, so I just I vetoed it. But that was the only trade I vetoed, and I knew it wasn't going to get enough vetoes, so it wasn't going to matter. But this one, I I looked at it and I said, I don't understand why Kerry's doing that. But I let it go through because that's Kerry's an experienced guy; he knows what he's doing. And but definitely not for Hanegra. Anyway, that's uh, we never know what can happen. You looked at that trade with your shortstop earlier this year with Seager and Turner, with Seager and Turner earlier this year. And I didn't think that that was a good trade on your part, but I don't know, it, it's it's kind of a wash right now. Whenever people make trades, I guess we can't jump to conclusions too early. True. All right, so when we talk about maybe some of these guys going down, Matt Carpenter, for example, or if you're on the fence about Lorenzo Cain, we encouraged about those playoff pushes the other day, um, and, and with Haniger going down, uh, here's some hot bats that might be a little bit under-owned. That can possibly be picked up. We also have some pitchers to talk about later on in this show as well. These are the hottest bats over the last month. They change a little bit all the time. Um, and look, just see if these things ever pop out at you of who might be able to replace some of those people. How about pro Profar right now? He's caught on fire a little bit. He's raised his batting average up to 235. He has seven home runs this last month. 20 RBIs surrounded by everybody in a good lineup in in Oakland right now. You guys interested in Profar?
2: Yeah, he's really turned it around. I like that he's multi position all in filled spots, minus catcher. So I'd pick him up if I needed something of a utility player that can kind of fill those gaps when somebody else is not playing.
0: He's only 45% owned in Yahoo leagues. I think he was owned higher than that after draft day, and he had just such a bad part of the first part of the year. But uh, he's at 235. If you look at his advanced stats, too, he should be doing a little bit better than that. I think they had him as an everyday second baseman, and that might have been getting in his head uh, because he was concentrating too much on defense and he was having a horrible time on defense and bruising his ego, is what it was.
1: Talking about somebody
0: who can boost up your average, what about Loreano? Am I saying his name? Ramon. I'm going to say, I'm just going to call him Ramon. If your name is Ramon, you should just go by your first name all the time with Oakland. (laughs) He's an outfielder. Over the last month, 100 at-bats, he's batting 306. Only nine RBIs. He has 15 runs scored, but three stolen bases as well.
1: He's been solid, He and, and he's in an offense that is playing well uh, with the A's. So uh, I think any A you can pick up would be pretty good. I remember last year when I had Davis, uh,
0: Chris Davis, with, uh, with the athletics. Every single time in the morning time when I did my little sheet of paper, it seemed like every day that uh, – Oakland Stadium. I don't know what it's called, but in, in Oakland, the wind was blowing out by about ten to twelve miles an hour, and I was going, man, every day these people are going to be mashing home runs, and and sure enough, you know he 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 did. I, I hope he gets close to that number again this year. What about David Freeze? You're our Los Angeles Dodger expert. He doesn't play every day, but when he does play, is he <laughs> somebody that you want to have time? Uh, you want to stash on your bench, and if you see him in the lineup, you got to go for it. I mean, if you're able to stash him,
1: yeah. Uh, or if you just want to keep an eye on him on the waiver wire, see if he's available. And, you know, if he's playing that day, he's a good guy to pick up to stream for sure. I mean, he's batting two ninety eight In the last two weeks, he's batting four eighty one. Wow. With 10 runs, three home runs, and nine RBIs. So, yeah, I, I, First. I would not mind streaming him.
0: First base and third base eligible. Let me ask you this then. Uh, who would you rather have first base, third base eligible? All these guys are Yandy Diaz, David Fries, or Miguel Sano the rest of the year.
1: I'd probably go Diaz just for the rest of the year. He's going to get more playing time.
0: Yeah, I think that's true right now. Sano is in and out of that lineup as well from Minnesota. I, I don't know if that's just to ease him back into things or if they just you know, take turns hitting home runs. I don't know what it is. All right. So let me ask you this. I see Marwin Gonzalez on this list as well. He hit 300 over the past month. He has five home runs, 17 runs scored. He's only 38% owned. We know he struggled at the first of this year, but he's in a Minnesota offense. Who would you rather have, Mark? Would you rather have Marwin Gonzalez, who is five position eligible, including outfield, or Jerickson Profar?
2: I'm going to have to go with Marwin because uh, his numbers are a little bit better. I think that Jerickson they both have about the same amount of bats in the last 30 days, so playing time's about equal. But raw stats, if you're, it just depends what the individual person needs, but I think Marwin edges him out a little bit.
0: What about Sohei Otani? Are you guys interested at all in him? He's only batting 250 over the last month. He has 20 RBIs, though. 20 RBIs over the last month for Otani. Five home runs, only 53% owned in Yahoo Leagues.
2: That was the first thing I noticed was his RBIs. He's at twenty, along with Profar, Moran, and that's it. Those 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 three guys came up on our list, and they have twenty RBIs. So that's impressive.
1: Yeah, if you're low on RBIs, he's he's get, he's hitting them. So he's he's batting in the nice spot in that lineup too, with third, fourth, or, or around that area. So
0: I'll tell you another name to keep an eye on: uh, Rogandoeur. We all know. We all know his struggles at the plate. He batted 187 over this last month, but he plays every day. But if that guy ever gets hot, if you can catch him on a heater and you need a second baseman, you should just put him in there, right? (laughs) Because Odor, he's he's a fun ride, man. He's kind of like LeClerc. Speaking of LeClerc, let's go over here to the updates. All right, he's not pitching right now. It's top of the ninth, though. We'll see what happens.
1: How Odor, he has been. So I, I think I had him earlier in the year. I don't know. if I think I drafted him. And... Guy, he was he was so cold to start off the season. I dropped him pretty quick, um, and he stayed cold. One sixty six for the season. But I don't know if you guys saw this, but a few days ago, I saw. Uh, it was, it, I think it was over the weekend. There was a picture uh, <laughs> that that came out, and I, he was wearing. He it's like he's trying to start this new style or something. He was wearing like baseball shorts. He had his short, He had his pants hiked up above his knee.
0: I did. I did. I did see that.
1: So his socks were pulled all the way up, and he had his, his basically wearing baseball shorts. Tight baseball <laughs> those are, shorts.
2: Those are softball pants is what they are. <laughs> it's uh, the oddest thing ever. Yeah, him and Hunter Pence have some unique styles for sure.
1: Well, Pence, I mean, that's a classic baseball look, but this one... I've never seen it where the pants are above the knee. At least pants is like right below the knee, which is like the classic baseball look from you know, a long time ago. But this one was, it was kind of a joke. Well,
0: on the opposite side of the spectrum, the people who are throwing the balls, uh, Carlos Carrasco will be on the 10-day injured list. He's got something going on with his blood. He's got a blood condition. He'll be out for an undisclosed amount of time. He says for weeks he's been feeling lethargic, so he's going to stay away from baseball activities and, and look for optimal treatment to recover. Uh, I don't know if what, what you do with him if you are a Carlos Carrasco owner. He's a very up-and-down pitcher to start with. Ten-day injured list. I think you're in a hold position if you can for
2: him. If somebody made you an offer, would you listen, though? I don't know why anyone would offer for him he could have something as simple as an iron deficiency or it could be much worse. Hopefully not. I I wouldn't hold out hope. And if, if I was looking for somebody like Carrasco, I would not offer on it.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I, I hate to hear, you know, an issue like, you know, I don't like hearing any player getting hurt, but sure. Uh, something like this, you know, it, it could be something beyond baseball, you know, blood conditions, not something that's baseball related. So, you know, I hate to hear if he's having some kind of issues with that, but based on his season so far, I wouldn't consider him a hold or somebody that should be stashed, especially with an issue like this that you don't really know what the outcome is going to be. You know, a blood condition could be something pretty serious, and he could be out for maybe even the rest of the season if it's something that serious.
0: I agree. I think you can hold him for as long as you can hold him and hopefully you get more news on it. That'd probably be... Googling Carlos Carrasco all day long, every day. Zach, Zach Eflin is set to return to the Phillies rotation on Friday. Zach Eflin is only 59% owned in Yahoo leagues, but he boasts a 3.02 ERA, a one nineteen whip, a 51-14 to uh, strikeout-to-walk ratio. He's also tied for the Major League lead in complete games with two. Are you guys interested in Zach Eflin? Are you running out to the waiver wires to see if he's unowned?
2: I'd pick him up. Of the 14 players in the... Major leagues right now, the shutout. He's one of them. He's obviously got some talent in there. I, I would pick him up.
1: Yeah, I like Eflin. I've had him. I had him for a few weeks before he got put on the DL. Um, ended up dropping him. I don't know if I'm going to pick him up just yet. I I kind of got a nice pickup the uh, yesterday with with Vargas from the from the Mets. He had a complete game shutout last night, and I think I might try to hold on to him.
0: All right. So some other pitchers who have been hot this last month. That are on our our radar here in the Yahoo unowned in our unowned in our league. So, Kentamaeda, he's unowned right now in our league. He's 81% owned in Yahoo leagues, but somebody dropped him yesterday. He's four and zero with a 188 ERA and a
1: 0. .59 WHIP. He should be owned in every league, should he not? He should be on I don't know what Bobby was doing with dropping him. I'm going right now to pick him up. <laughs> yeah, it's a race.
2: <laughs> you too, it's a race right now.
0: Mike Fears with Oakland. Didn't he throw a no-hitter earlier this year? Yes, he did. Uh, he's only 25% owned in Yahoo Leagues. He has a 2.48 ERA and a .80 whip. What is he doing on the waiver wire?
2: Yeah, man, let's do it. Mike Fears, one shutout, two-something ERA the last 30 days. I'm in.
0: How about Trevor Richards over the last month? He's got a 2.79 ERA, a 1.14 whip. He's only 24% owned. He's got 29 strikeouts in 29 innings. Are you guys not buying Trevor Richards? He's my pick to pick, pitch a, a pitch no-hitter this year.
1: You know, if you had asked me that probably a month ago, I would have said no. Just because he's playing with, you know, he's with the Marlins, and the Marlins at the time Offense was pretty anemic, and now their offense is lighting it up, so their pitchers are actually starting to get some wins.
0: Okay, that makes sense. I could see that. I could see that. Same thing with – what about Tanner Work, though? Tanner Work pitches for Cincinnati. We've talked about how good that pitching staff is and how they've kind of caught on Only like six games behind first place. He has 31 strikeouts over this past month in 27 innings, 2-0 and uh, record, with a three ERA and a one two two WHIP, are we interested in Tanner Work, or only when we got to start him?
1: Probably just when you got it, when he when he's starting, if he can stream him, if he's got a good matchup.
0: All right, so there's our pitcher talk. Hey guys, uh, let's talk about our last thing here before we let you go. I always like to do the weekend series and and who we need to watch out for if we have some big series, and of course we do in the Major League Baseball. I was trying to think the other day. Do I love baseball because of fantasy sports, or fantasy baseball, or do I like fantasy baseball more because I I really love baseball? I, I don't. It's a chicken and an egg thing. I don't know which one I liked first. I know I had kind of drifted away from baseball for some time, but man, I sure I sure am glad I got back into it. And fantasy baseball is what brought me back into watching baseball, and I guess keeping up with baseball. I, I should say keeping up. I haven't watched a game in years, but but I, I really enjoy baseball a lot. And this weekend we have some big rivalries going on. We got the Cardinals versus the Cubs at Wrigley Field. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a doozy right there. If the Cubs can sweep them, I'll, I'll be, i be I'll be a happy camper. That'll put some distance between the Cubs and the Cardinals. We got the Reds playing the Phillies. Those two teams kind of confuse me in my brain. They're both the same color. They're both, you know, they got that maroon or that red and that gray, and I really, honestly, they 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 make my head twist around. But we got the Reds going to Philadelphia, the Arizona playing at Toronto, the Yankees and the Indians, Yankees playing at Cleveland. The hey, Braves fire,
1: fire up your Yankees.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. The Braves uh, going to Miami and playing the Marlins.
1: That should Camp- be interesting with the Marlins playing as well as they have been. I got the Marlins circled.
2: They're winning. Soroka's going down, only because I traded him to you, Tim. Come on, man. <laughs> don't don't put that evil on me. The Tampa Bay
0: Rays are going to Boston and playing in Boston. Boston's been at home for a minute, so uh, we'll see in their standings next week whether or not they made up any ground. But this is going to be an important series for the Boston Red Sox. They can't they can't afford to lose many more right now. It's 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 getting in that area. And David martinez and with Martinez going down uh tonight, maybe that ought to that 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 might make it a little bit more difficult to win against Tampa Bay with that great pitching staff they have.
1: Well, the Rays too, they they uh they're starting to fall away from the Yankees, so
0: the Minnesota Twins taking on the juggernaut Detroit Tigers in Detroit this weekend
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy I, I better not be you guys are going to get mad at me if I sit the uh, Kepler again tomorrow night, aren't you? the Colorado yeah. Rockies. Colorado Rockies are going to be all the way in New York City to face the
1: Mets. DeGrom. A little worry about DeGrom uh, going against the Rockies Have been hot lately. Yeah, they have been.
0: Oakland Athletics against the Texas Rangers. That's an important matchup in that division. Baltimore Orioles against the Houston Astros at Houston. Pittsburgh Pirates will be traveling to Milwaukee to face the Brewers. Brewers haven't been playing very well lately.
1: No, they have not.
0: <laughs> unless you're a Miami fan, then the Brewers have been playing great right now. <laughs> the Chicago White Sox will be playing Kansas City Royals. Time for the White Sox to make their move. The Mariners will be playing in L.A., going to L.A. to play, face the
1: Angels. That's a that's a funny matchup. You've got the Mariners who have – do they have the, the most strikeouts as a team?
0: They, they do have the majors. most strikeouts. Uh-huh.
1: And then you've got the Angels who have, like, the least amount of strikeouts.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, got Washington Nationals playing the Padres in San Diego. It seems like San Diego's at home every weekend. The Dodgers
1: will be play, facing the Giants. That used to be a great rivalry, wasn't it? It it is still a great rivalry. I mean, the with the Giants not being good at all this year, but it seems like every time the Dodgers and Giants play each other, there's drama and the Dodgers either don't play very well or the Giants just play up to the Dodgers. It's there's all it. I can never, even if the Giants are playing bad, I can, I'm always worried about that series every time it comes around.
0: It'd be a time to pick up. What's his name? Sandoval with the Giants. Pablo. Yeah. It'd be time to pick up Pablo Sandoval this weekend, just because there's, like you said, a lot of drama and it seems like Pablo's in the middle of all that drama, whenever it happens. In a walk-off fashion, usually. So we'll see about that. This is a, some great, exciting series. Love, love baseball. Love the love these weekend series. We'll uh, we'll be back with you on Sunday. We'll recap these series. We'll see what's going on. Hopefully, we won't have to cover up any or cover any more injuries. Just everybody coming back and being healthy. That would be fantastic for a, a change. But we appreciate you listening to us at Fantasy Frenemies. You can get in touch with us, fantasyfrenemies, at yahoo.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. Just look for Fantasy Frenemies. You can add us, at F Frenemies. Frenemies is always spelled F-R-I-E-N-E-M-I-E-S. You didn't what? ask me
2: what rule number one was, though.
0: Uh, what, what is rule number one?
2: Always look cool. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs>